Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Kevin Knox, the most favorable of the Atlanta Hawks, Charlotte Hornets, and Brooklyn Nets, 2023 second round picks, Joey Devine, the 2024 Atlanta Hawks picking week pick 31 and 55. Atlanta's 2025 second rounder between 31 and 40. Sean Keith. The 2026 Memphis Grizzlies second rounder. As long as it lands up at 42. The 2028 unprotected Warriors second round pick. <laughs> Musical guest. The Rick Astley sound alike from the Young Gravy song. Now, the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi! It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are here with a non-emergency episode. I know every feed in your... First off, I should mention... I think the ghost of Don Pardo is dying again. Um, so uh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. That's the real emergency happening in the emergency basketball podcast today. And that is the ghost of Don Pardo is on his deathbed. I'm here, as always, with America's uncle, dad, my friend and yours, Sean Keen. Sean, you had bronchitis last week. How are you feeling today? 
I'm good. I probably still have bronchitis, but I'm ready to podcast. Anyway, that's why we For didn't our have a special pod- uh, <laughs> infirmity podcast. Yeah. I, I I made a joke on the uh, on stream today with our friends from the Fast Break Breakfast podcast that we should start referring to them as disaster pods. Calamity mm-hmm. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um. Because let's be honest here, Sean. Uh, it's not an emergency when, um, I don't know, Danilo Gallinari gets traded. I have to say, as it the happens first... every year now. <laughs> I have to say, as as this was the first year I had to actually sort of aggre- aggregate things as it happened, mm-hmm. it did feel like an emergency, <laughs> especially when you'd get one quarter of a trade at a time. We'll talk about that specific thing a little later, but it leads to a roller coaster of emotions at times. Um, I, I uh, First off, I should say Danilo Gallinari. I said Danilo Gallinari got traded. I meant Dario Saric. Yeah. Um, who is just, he's just bad Danilo Gallinari, let's be honest. He's sort of like, <laughs> he feels like he would be, he's like the stepdad version of Danilo Gallinari, mm-hmm. where he's almost like trying for a Danilo Gallinari vibe, but you're like, mm, your beard's not really coming in, dude. <laughs> he's like, I'm like your real dad, only I sell hot tubs. <laughs> um... Before we get into the trade deadline, though, and uh, do America's favorite thing, listen to the trade drop, um, I should mention some business off the top. Uh, Roundrockpod at gmail.com is our email at Twitter. Our fa- on the failing Elon Musk website, it's at Roundrockpod. Uh, Patreon.com slash Roundrockpod is where you can hear Sean and I and our friends talk about the uh the show special forces world's toughest test we know we're behind an episode a few episodes we'll be updating that shortly and yeah, i should say we're gonna have an actual troop on to talk about the training um oh that's right yeah um so um, that'll be fun <laughs> we are also uh <laughs> we're we're imminently going to Review the Chagrini Pizza. I will uh-huh. also uh, be bringing on a special guest to review Shaq's episode of Tanked. I, what a is reality tanked? show about <laughs> celebrity aquariums, which okay. somehow has like 14 seasons. And uh, what we're network this- is Tank? I on? don't know. It's on demand. That's all I know. Um, it feels like it might be Animal Planet. Oh, that makes sense. It's probably uh, an animal planet. But uh, I believe if we can, I, mean, I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver, but uh, we also want to review the episode where uh, Pete Rose tries to build an aquarium as a tribute <laughs> to Burford Stadium. It's the next episode. So I was like, eh. it's an animal planet show. Yes. And uh <laughs> Uh, I should also mention we didn't have a round ball rock last week, but we were on our friend Matt Austin's excellent and JD, uh, the starters, if you will, uh, from No Dunks uh, mm-hmm. podcast. Is this good? Where we were pretty good, I think. 
Um, it's a great podcast, and we were pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a funny, it was a funny podcast. It was really fun. Listen to it. Um, and yeah, t-shirts, phone number in the description. Uh, Sean, should we get to it? Yeah, I think we should just do it, dude. Okay, hold on. Um, as everyone knows, this is not a bit. I can never find the trades drop. Here it is. Trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs. You remember we talk about Capspace all the time. The program. Slash Capspace. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. If you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. Um, that's right. It's the trade deadline, but um, and there were a million trades today, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Sean before the. It was a big week for the NBA because two things happened that weren't giant trades, and that is the Suns got a new owner, who yes, um, <laughs> and. Uh, the Lakers trotted out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to a game he definitely didn't want to three times <laughs> to attend. <laughs> he was there tonight for some reason. Uh, that's like because... he got his ticket and, and LeBron <laughs> didn't even play. <laughs> but he was there wearing that jacket. And I just want to say, uh-huh. um, Kareem, I know you're a big listener. Uh, you love the podcast. I'm now happy you don't have to go to those games and can write your books about Sherlock Holmes. Is Sherlock and Holmes' review. brothers and review comic books on your Substack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, his Substack was really good after breaking the record. Mm-hmm. Uh feel like he buried the hatchet with, with Shaq. The Shaq too, that was good. Look, Kareem mm-hmm. was great. Uh, he just doesn't care that much to go to a Laker game, you know? <laughs> he kind of just likes to be at home listening to jazz records, yeah. reading books, and watching lots of TV and blogging. Like, yeah. Stars, look, they're just like us. And look, a lot of media people are mean to Kareem for no reason uh, because yeah. they're racist old men. Uh, yeah. We are a pro Kareem podcast. I want to make yeah, that man. very clear. Like, Kareem is maybe the coolest NBA player of all time. Uh, I love him so much. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm just happy he does not have to go to Laker games he does not want to go to anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And it is also like... It's pretty amazing that Kareem broke this record originally mm-hmm. uh, the same year LeBron was born. <laughs> so 
Like Kareem is just a lot older than you might think he is. Yes. Um, and then also talk about the let's talk about the Suns guy real quick. Um Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> he's a mortgage man, so you know he's bad. Um Yeah, he uh he Sean, you wrote a, the- you you wrote a blog post about yeah. his feud with Dan Gilbert. Do you want to run us through that yeah, really quickly? So it's pretty wild. Uh, obviously, these are not shady businesses at all since they're giant uh, mortgage brokerage firms <laughs> that are coincidentally set up in Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, where they have raked in profits since the housing crisis. Don't know if those are connected or not, mm-hmm. but uh, hilariously, they have a mortgage brokerage blood feud because mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, Uh, The son's new owner, Matt Ishbia, made all of his mortgage brokering (laughs) clients sign a pledge that they would no longer work with uh, Rocket Loans, Mm -hmm. I believe is officially the name of it's the new name of Quicken Loans, Rocket Mortgage, blah, blah, blah. Couldn't work with Dan Gilbert's company, couldn't work with this other company that turned into a giant feud. uh, Rocket Mortgage. Sorry, Rocket Loans mm-hmm. uh, will now, now says they'll pay all the court costs and fees to anyone who breaks that contract with Ishbia. Uh, Ishbia wrote a devastating LinkedIn post mm-hmm. uh, ripping them for their layoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, at some point, a Matt Ishbia uh, ally or partner or just someone he does business with sent some insane text stream to uh this guy who's an executive at rocket loans which was all about how uh ishbia Mm -hmm. and the guy's wife i assume this is future wife i think this is like they hooked up in college Mm -hmm. but it was apparently a string of explicit texts I don't know that that means like explicit photos or just that he was like really getting into the dirty details, but what an insane feud. And that's why, uh, what happened at the board of governors vote, Joey? Uh, Dan Gilbert abstained. But before we get into that, I just want to say to that guy whose future wife slept with the owner of the Phoenix Suns. (laughs) And congrats from Dunked On Again on your nuptials. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, the the text was very clear. It was just oral. Great. Very cool. Love rich people. Aren't they the best? (laughs) Anyway, uh, so that happened. And then what was the first thing, literally, like minutes after Nat Ishbia took over the team this week? Uh, Uh, What was the rumor? (laughs) So Chris Haynes announced on TNT, although I believe... Mark Stein spoiled it on Twitter before oh, he, did. he sent it on TV to hype his new podcast, hashtag this league uncut. Mm-hmm. With Chris Haynes. It is to be with fair. Chris it is it's with Chris, Chris Haynes' Haynes. podcast yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, but it would be like if you were doing a late night set later that week uh-huh. and to plug your late night set, I <laughs> word for word wrote out your closing joke. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> to, for the same audience too. Like if yeah. our podcast was yeah anyway uh so <laughs> weird move that podcast is also uh it's a delight i uh-huh. I, I recommend it <laughs> it's not even necessarily that good it's just we just love mark stein we're yeah, oh, look we're pro kareem we're pro mark stein uh-huh. um <laughs> 
so uh what I assume, okay, so Chris Haynes announces that Ishbia wants to hire Isaiah Thomas mm-hmm. for a role in the Phoenix uh, front office. And what was the internet's reaction to that, Joe? Uh, they immediately started telling everyone about how could you, the first move you be as taking over the team that you only bought because the owner was an abuser, how could you immediately... Uh, hire a guy with um let's just say a problematic past with uh uh women employees yes so yeah <laughs> so to to clarify uh Isaiah Thomas only oversaw a culture of sexual harassment and then fired people punitively mm-hmm. uh for reporting the sexual harassment. He was not individually mm-hmm. accused of sexually harassing a woman, but a jury did find him liable for eleven and a half million dollars. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. And he, he he ran an abusive workplace that wasn't even a good basketball team. Much like uh, that <laughs> missing was, the playoffs over that, and over again. That was, of course, when he worked for the New York Knicks. And this man, because bees can give you honey, but honey. They can sting you too. Um, he got sorry. fined eleven million dollars for singing that at the MSG offices as well. Man, I'm just trotting out all the good drops this today. Is good. Um, well, all right, Joe, we oh, just that, have that to mention Bill Simmons. That's all right. worse than the Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, well, we should. You should finish that sentence, Sean, because uh, no, that's sorry. bad. Oh, sorry, that, sorry. that would that be was, bad. Uh, sorry. That honey song is worse than James Dolan's song about Harvey Weinstein. It is yeah. not. <laughs> worse than those terrible things he did. It is not worse than his song about Trayvon Martin, though. All right. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was all happening while, of course, Kyrie Irving was demanding a trade, which leads us to the news <laughs> that I played the drop for 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Suns, like, within the hour said that he oh, wouldn't yeah. have a position. But yeah, they that they're just of... friends. <laughs> Matt yeah, they're really good statement friends. was like, I'm such good. We're just friends. I'm not going to hire him. And I, it's the way not, he said they I was were just not friends. being bullied by Twitter, which he definitely was bullied by Twitter out of hiring yeah. his friend. Also, when you say you're just friends with somebody, it sounds like he's denying that he's sleeping with Isaiah Thomas. Well, one thing we know oh, yeah, about Matt Ishbia, twenty-five years or earlier. Than, yeah. <laughs> one thing we know about Matt Ishbia is he does not deny sleeping with people. Uh, no. Just ask <laughs> that guy's wife. Um, all right. Uh, uh, that guy's wife is suing the other guy for defamation. However, great. Uh, love, love lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I mean, we, look, he was a rich asshole who he was uh, doing it to, almost certainly. We we have talked well, about we'll almost as I'm many sorry. lawsuits. <laughs> we have talked about almost as many lawsuits in this trade deadline podcast as we're about to talk about second round picks. All right. Um. So let's go through it, Sean. Um. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Two days after saying he was going to resign with the Nets, demanded a trade for the Nets and was traded to the Dallas Mavericks for mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie, our favorite 
guy, uh, fan duel himself, DFS, <laughs> Dorian Finney-Smith, and uh-huh. a 2029 first round pick and two future second round picks. Uh, and don't forget, the Mavericks also get a really mavericky journeyman in Markeith Morris. Oh, um, boy. Sean, yeah, how do you he... feel? How do you feel about this trade? Well, I mean, I like that Markeith Morris feels like a guy that Mavs would settle for on the fourth day of free agency. Like, <laughs> and that could happen any time in the last five years. Um, I feel like this is Mark Cuban. This is essentially him saying that he's not mad mm-hmm. about people uh, complaining that the Mavs aren't making moves while being extremely mad, mm-hmm. uh, like calling a mural artist to yell at him, uh, calling Tim McMahon a liar for uh-huh. saying that Luka Doncic wanted to trade, and then absolutely bowing to the pressure and acknowledging yeah. that all those things actually were true uh, and making an absolute panic move for Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Uh and and now um you have to think considering uh Kyrie's willingness to maybe sit out some games, have mm-hmm. a little work slow down. Uh you he must have gotten some kind of assurances from the Mavs that they were at least open to giving him the four-year uh 198 million dollar max that he wants mm-hmm. this offseason. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, it. It's it's just weird that they shot their bullet for this. It's a lot um, to put on a guy who is, uh, let's just say, complicated. Yeah. Uh, well, and then and then your manager that's supposed to sort it all out is Jason Kidd. Well, and then also, uh, don't forget, what was Kyrie Irving's first move when he got traded? Oh, yeah. He took down his Instagram apology to the Jewish community, <laughs> yeah. which will endear him to a certain amount of people in Dallas, Texas, but probably not overall. Mavericks great, fans. Yeah. or like Maverick sponsors. Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I mean? I mean they're sponsored by like an air an airlines, their main sponsor. Uh mm. I don't know, man. This just seems it feels like the Perzingas trade where they panicked and made a move for a guy from New York who demanded a trade mm-hmm. and gave up their trade flexibility for two or three years and uh gave up some players that were actually good. Mm-hmm. in the process that's that's sort of the thing like my problem isn't necessarily trading for Kyrie Irving because obviously when Kyrie Irving is playing basketball he's amazing at basketball uh-huh. um the problem sort of is uh they didn't have the leverage they didn't need to give up this much uh they were like the Nets had no leverage and they still like gave up like Dorian Finney-Smith at first round pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is like the kind of move you make when Kyrie's going to like put you over the top and you're mm-hmm. going to compete for a title this year because otherwise uh I mean you have to you're basically just I I don't know, they were afraid of getting beaten to it by the Lakers or the Suns or the Clippers, I guess. Mm-hmm. But if you're the Mavericks 
don't you almost want those teams to commit to Kyrie yeah. Irving for four years instead of you? Because it's not going to work for four years. It might not even hold together for four months. They're just really asking a lot out of Josh Green and Reggie Bullock on the defensive end here. I feel yeah, like. like and Maxi Kleber, of course, who's a, fa- a fantastic uh, defensive player. Um, and Kyrie Irving is certainly better than Spencer Dinwiddie, but I don't know that he's like amazingly better than Spencer Dinwiddie. I think that's too far. I think when Kyrie Irving is playing basketball, he is much better than Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, but like, but like enough that you, is he a, is he a full Dorian Finney Smith better than Kyrie Irving? I mean, I mean, I know, I know superstars are rarer and everything, but Kyrie like doesn't play. That's and but that's the problem. He's, a, he's it's a, like he's a he's an annoying guy. I don't think he's like a mean guy, but he's he's a dumb guy who means and he, well and he doesn't really play defense. An idiot. Uh-huh. And and so now this team's like, I guess trying to get buyout guys. Are they going to add like Reggie Jackson or something? Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah. We got to move on. We can't spend yeah, all this yeah, time. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this this feels like uh, a mistake for Dallas. That's so Mike, because they're getting because yeah. t- they're trading for Kyrie Irving. That's the main my, problem. My main question for you, Sean, is: <laughs> Would you feel better about a team adding Kyrie, Kyrie Irving if um, their core team wasn't Christian Wood and a white guy who yells at people all the time? Oh boy, yeah. I I just feel well. <laughs> I do maybe feel like. Kyrie and uh, Lucas people in Slovenia might share some obscure ideas about Jewish people. Uh But other than that, I don't know if they have a lot of common ground. Yeah. Like Luca might not believe the earth is round, but it probably has a much weirder version involving like a Yugoslavian myth. Uh You know? Um, Yeah. I just think there, there is a non-zero chance that the first time Luka Doncic screams at Kyrie Irving, he reti- he goes home, posts like 20 Dr. Umar videos to his Instagram and then retires from the league forever. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's I don't think it's going to happen, but it could. Um, yeah. Uh, and look, I don't want to get yelled at by fucking Luka Doncic either. No, the little luckily- weirdo baby. Um, <laughs> Luckily, they've got a guy who was a Nike executive and uh, a basketball coach who has only washed out of two other teams. At <laughs> it, hey, at least they don't have a professional poker player <laughs> running the team still. I mean, that is All right. fair. <laughs> Our next trade on February 7th, uh, Dwayne Dedman got traded to the San Antonio Spurs. With a 2028 second round pick for cash, um, cash any, considerations, baby. He's gonna get to waived. Uh, anything you got to say about Dwayne Denman or cash? Uh, okay, well, I just want to say that's one second round pick for the San Antonio Spurs so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne Denman was already kind of not playing, and then he got into a very public fight with Eric Spolstra on the bench and with assistant coach. Oh, current, current Karan Butler. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the incident might not have led him to get a one game suspension, except in his tantrum, he knocked a Theragun 
onto the floor. Mm-hmm. So it is a th- it, I think it's the NBA's first Theragun related suspension. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other question I had is uh, like the Spurs had to send something back, which is why they sent cash considerations. Mm-hmm. Is there a minimum amount? There's got to be, like, right? Can it be? Is it like a? Is it a dollar? Verification <laughs> thing? Yeah, like that's what I'm wondering. It's like a dollar just to show that RC Buford's credit card works, and then you know they refunded back to him mm-hmm. at the end of the league year. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, good job, Spurs. Just picking yeah. up some, picking up some cans on the side of the road yeah. on their way to the dump because they're <laughs> they're going to the dump this year. Look, my neighbor, who's a giant Kings fan, we'll talk about his team in a, here in a second, uh-huh. is convinced he will not be. No one can change his mind that it has already been forespoken that Victor Wembanyama is a spur, just because. Uh, he's a foreign big man, <laughs> a transcendent foreign big man. And I've got to say the way the Spurs have operated this season, if they get Victor Wembenyama, the basketball gods do not exist. Um, because boy, they're having fun out there though. <laughs> um, you got to admit like, look, come on, come on. Uh, sure. I love the Spurs. I'm just saying like, there has not been. Like, uh, uh, people give the Thunder shit for tanking for like a year and a half, and this Spurs team is rough, man. <laughs> they are pretty rough. Uh, I do feel like they are defying the basketball gods with Jeremy Soshan changing to like a, a one handed side. I do shot. love Jeremy Soshan. And he's actually sort of fixed his bad free throw shooting mm-hmm. by doing that. I don't know. What a, what, is Pop just taking... Do you think he's switched to animals at this point? <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Kings, though. They got Kessler okay. Edwards and Cash uh, and sent the Nets the ra- draft rights to David Michonneau, who I believe um, is uh, the head chef at Alinea in Chicago uh, and has well, yeah, three Michelin stars. Pretty tight, pretty tight. <laughs> Uh, they could they could probably use that in Brooklyn. Well, or wait, David Michonneau, no, he's the guy who uh, reviews the symphony for the New York Times, right? Uh, <laughs> um, okay. I, I actually thought he was the inventor of aioli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Kessler Edwards. What's nothing wrong with getting free Kessler Edwards? Although I got to say, we're probably not going to mention them again um, mm-hmm. on this podcast. But for me... Unfortunately, Team Beam, kind of a loser of the trade deadline, Um, just because it really seemed like they were going to be higher than the sixth seed, and the way a lot of things happened in the West, I'm a little worried about that for Team Beam. But we'll see. I've been wrong before. Look, they... I... I don't blame them for not messing with oh, what's happening course. right now. Oh, of and Kessler, course. And Kessler Edwards, this is like a fun hustle pickup. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Fun it's guy. like fun, free young guy. And like, you might, might end up playing. They could use a They could use a grimy dude. Mm-hmm. They don't have that many grimy dudes, you know? Um, Hilariously, what's not on my sheet here was the biggest trade of the week, Sean. Um, it's not. Oh no, here? it's on the top. It, oh, oh, I thought. Oh. I thought these oh, were. My, I, I thought Mostly they were chronological. They chronological. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so let's just go from. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
early today. I guess we'll talk about that one, the biggest trade last, um, because that's how lists work. Um, the Raptors, Sean, rumored yes. all month to be trading their entire team, mm-hmm. only made one trade, and it was a trade to improve their team now instead of blowing them up. Uh, they got... Yes. Also, I should say this is uh, the first of many trades today that are just guys going back to the teams you think of them as being on anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, By the way, when we say the Suns were almost blowing the team up, we meant trading for Kyrie Irving. Yeah. (laughs) A way to detonate your franchise. Wait, did I say the Suns? I meant the Raptors. Oh, Um, you said the Raptors. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I said the Raptors. We'll do Durant last. I I thought you were going higher. No, no. We're we're doing doing Durant last. Okay, Um, okay, okay. Gotcha. I'm going to do them in the order of the sheet we're looking at. Oh, sorry, sorry. I I (laughs) misunderstood. Sorry. Um, Yeah, they decided to add, baby. Yeah. uh, So what I was going to say is... When you think of Jakob Pertl, Sean, when you close uh-huh. your eyes, what jersey is he wearing? I mean, it's the Polish national team, but no, <laughs> he's a Raptor. Yeah, and, and he's actually, a Raptor again, baby. Can I tell you something when I imagine Jakob Pertl, too? Yeah, of course. It's not even like their current jersey, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine him with the big the cartoon purple dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's 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 my guy. <laughs> Uh, they got the, so the Raptors got Jakob Pertl. They also kept mm-hmm. OG Ananobi and Fred Van Vliet. Um, and, and they, Gary Trent Jr. And Gary Trent Jr. Uh, and all they had to give up was Ken Birch, a 2024 first round pick, a 2023 mm-hmm. second round pick, and a 2025 second round pick. Three second rounders to the Spurs now. Um, Sean. Mm-hmm. In a world where you can get James Wiseman for five second round picks, sorry, not to jump ahead. Wow. Spoiler (laughs) alert. How many, I'm asking you a uh, word, um, an arithmetic word problem here. How many second round picks more is Jakob Pertl worth than James Wiseman? I mean... (laughs) Because five, okay, seven? we know for sure. <laughs> seven we more? Know, we know for sure, right, that five second round picks does not equal a first round pick. That is something no, we no, learned that is, today. That clearly, that <laughs> so, became very clear. How many second round picks is a first round pick? I guess that's really my question. I mean, it's. Is it seven? I can, it's weird because in the NFL, I could be like, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. this. And you There's literally in, a and then sheet you, everyone you has. Give them a fourth <laughs> round pick. You give them a fifth round pick and they give you a fourth round pick. Uh, I don't know, like 12? 12, 12 uh, yeah, second round picks? Is that, like, they seem, again, they seem imaginary because <laughs> they can have all this like really weird protection on them. Uh-huh. They're taken away and they're never granted. They're only <laughs> yeah. taken away. But uh, yeah, it's a weird commodity, I would say. It's the the NFTs of of the NBA, basically. Yeah. I mean, they uh, are fungible, I guess. But not if well, you're not fungible. They're non fungible. No, they're non fungible. They're non fungible because, especially if you're using them on Alan Smilagich and Justinian yeah. Jessup and Nico Mannion. All right. Um. <laughs> 
They're basically foreign currency a lot of the time, though, because you get euros with them. Uh, uh, I mean, good I trade I, for the good trade for the Raptors. I mean, Yaka Pirtle's a good player. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I also just like that there was all this pressure on them because it was like, oh, these guys are expiring. What are we going to do? And it's like, well, maybe decide in the four months you have to make a decision <laughs> on those guys. Like, like it also, uh, I feel like Masai, maybe some people didn't like this, but I sort of like that he just basically used the media to workshop his own trade value chart for his own <laughs> players where he was just like, yeah, what would you give me for OG Ananobi? What do you guys think? What do you, what do you guys think uh, the, the Kings would give us? Okay. Yeah, four first-round picks for OG Ananobi. And people are like, what? And he's like, that's what I asked. And and then they just added a center, filled their biggest hole. They're only in 10th place right mm-hmm. now. Like, like uh, they, have, they have six pretty good NBA players. Like, and not having a center was sort of the worst thing going on with the team. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, would it be that ridiculous? I mean, the top three teams in the East are pretty good. They're awesome. But yeah. I still wouldn't want to play the Raptors in the first round. Uh, I mean, Pascal Siakam's probably going to be the best player you're going to see on one of those lower seed teams if they make it, right? Yeah, I mean... Uh, he's like awesome. They just, need, they just need to maybe... Uh, Mix in the bench a little bit. Stop uh, playing Pascal Siakam 38 minutes. Nick, night Nick Nurse doesn't know how to do that. Um, all right. he, he doesn't understand. He's too busy uh, trying to figure out what's the difference between a G major and an A minor. All right. I don't know anything about music. <laughs> no. Sorry if that's not close. All right. Um, Sean, we had a vampire trade today. Ooh. Um, <laughs> The Lakers traded Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I should do this. In, the to, Lakers to get what got, they get. It's yeah. too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> the Lakers got D'Angelo Russell, ice in his veins. Ooh. Watch out, Nick Young. You better not cheat on anybody. He's back uh-huh. in town. Um, Malik Beasley, sorry, Scotty Pippen Jr., who is on this team. Your stepdad is now on. Your oh my former God. stepdad is now on the team. And uh, so weird and um, uh, fun defensive specialist Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, the T Wolves got apparently Rudy Gay's best friend, not Rudy Gay, Rudy. Uh, oh my god, why am I blanking? Go bear, go bear. I've been up so I got up so early to look at Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they got Rudy Gobert's best friend, Mike Conley. Apparently, they're best friends. Nikhil Alexander Walker gets traded for like the 18th trade deadline in a row, uh-huh. even though he's only been in the league for four years. I will say um, Mike Conley was Rudy's best friend on the Jazz. Yes, yeah, that yeah. asterisk is yeah. very important. <laughs> Maybe only, uh, yeah. Uh, a 2024 second round pick swap from the Lakers. Yes. Oh, a 2025 so second one. round pick from Utah. A 2026 second round pick from Utah. Um, and then the Jazz got Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano Anderson, who I forgot was even in this trade, Damian Jones, and a 2027 first round pick. 
And that pick uh, is from the Lakers. It's protected one through four. Well, in 20, well 27. Danny Ainge is somehow going to flip that into the first pick in the draft someday. All right. Um, Sean. Let's do the Lakers side first. Oh, sure. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Big win for the Lakers, I would say. Uh, they went from having almost no good NBA players to three. <laughs> Non I mean, LeBron they, James, non uh, Anthony Davis player. I would say that that uh, yeah, this team. Well, they're they have a couple other moves to make, but uh, this like the worst thing that the Lakers had going for them was an inability to shoot threes, mm -hmm. as if they had not watched the last ten years of LeBron mm -hmm. James's career uh, and what helps him. Uh, James Russell and Malik Beasley, they will hit some open threes. Yeah, I can, look somebody else who can dribble. D'Lo is one of my least favorite players in the NBA to watch, but uh, he works here. It's fine. I mean, there is sort you sort of could ask the question, why didn't they just add Mike Conley? But whatever, dude, who cares? Because <laughs> um, Mike Conley can't shoot threes anymore either, right? Um, uh, the T-Wolves, from their side of it, Sean, uh, -huh. uh, apparently added Mike Conley because he's good at, A, being a grown-up, something uh -huh. their team severely lacks, other than yeah. Kyle Anderson, and, uh, it plays well with Rudy Gobert. Yes. He, so they, he throws the ball, he'll yeah. pass it to Mike Conley. Donovan Mitchell didn't. Anthony Mike Conley did. Does it even yeah. less. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mike Conley will do it for the the man they gave up uh, more picks than anybody was traded for in this trade deadline. Yeah. So they're really um, they're really kind of uh, doubling down on their Rudy Gobert trade here. And the Jazz, Sean, are getting yeah. Russell Westbrook. I got to say, when this trade was announced, I was incredibly worried because again, Russ, Russell Westbrook famously uh, once gotten uh, a race related war with uh, the Utah Jazz fans. But luckily, he mm -hmm. does not have to go there and will be signed by the L.A. Clippers probably while you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I kind of get what Minnesota did just because, um, you know, Russell was going to be a free agent. They couldn't really, they weren't going to extend him. They weren't going to re-sign him. So they got Conley, who was at least signed for next year. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it does almost feel like they're throwing more old guy after bad old guy mm -hmm. after the Rudy Gobert trade. It's just baffling how they went from like young and fun mm -hmm. to old and a bummer <laughs> so fast. Like Except, if they just done nothing, they could have just done nothing with this team. But what we what we should say about them is the last month or so, uh, they've been a lot better than the start of their season, and it's because uh -huh. Anthony Edwards is turning into like a bona fide superstar. So yeah, yeah. yeah put a grown up next to him. That's cool because you know yes. who's not a grown up and never will be. The man who invited Young Gravy to come live with him, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> oh, boy. So, to me, yeah. trading his best friend for an adult man <laughs> uh, -huh. uh, really signifies a switch in whose team this is. Um, yeah. 
You know what else switched? And you know who's one team- guy not getting on the court all season. <laughs> and but you know whose team this is, Sean? It is Rudy Gobert's. All right, yeah. um, Okay, the can I just very quickly? Sure. I hate this trade for the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Why? Because Jared Vanderbilt is young and was playing well. Yeah, they trade. Okay, so they traded <laughs> their starting point guard, uh-huh. their starting power forward, their sixth man who's played the third most minutes of the year, mm-hmm. and two second round picks mm-hmm. in order to get a protected first round pick four years from now but it's and, from the lakers yeah it's from the lakers like they but might you're danny be, ainge yeah, i guess that's like <laughs> your villain move yeah, yeah that's what it is it's that it's that he's willing to like blow up his current team so he can spend four years just rubbing his hands together hoping that his enemies fail it's like that's what he really loves not yeah. so much the basketball but well that in chipotle yeah, Sean. Isn't, that, isn't that a bummer like they were gonna make the play-in probably um and and the well, and to, it's to but, be but fair also, like they're also they have to buy out russell westbrook so this mm-hmm. is like three of the guys who play the most minutes and like 15 million dollars and two picks for a first round pick for like i understand that that's a good trade chip but they have like 14 first rounders already in the next four five to seven years or something but what i will say is to be fair to the jazz um we'll here, never ever do that but okay <laughs> is well, part of what they were doing is uh walker kessler has been really good and they want him to play more minutes i think um so yeah, they but Jared Vanderbilt plays power forward. So does Walker Kessler. He's a center. He's seven two. No, but you play. No, but you play him and Laurie together. You can't like Lowry's I, playing the three. Yeah, okay. I'm just. I'm just saying. I looked at all their basketball <laughs> reference percentages this year. You're not. You're not like clearing a lot of space for. Mm-hmm. You're just tanking. Well, yeah, that too. That's also I mean, what they're doing. No, it um, just sucks. Kelly Olynyk like, still on the team. They're just not uh, getting enough for this tank. Yes, That's I agree. Rudy like Gay a- also, by the way, poor Rudy Gay, we should mention. The second uh-huh. he learned Mike Conley was getting traded, very openly was like, he's the only person I liked here. <laughs> Trade me yeah. now. Did not get traded. So he is still there. Um, Great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, he, he has to wait for... A family member to die for Danny Ainge to let him go. Get him out of here. Um, This stupid loser. uh, All Uh, right. Yeah. The only other old guy even close to Rudy Gay at this point is Simone Fontecchio. Is that it? Well, Kelly Olynyk's still there, right? Um, I guess Kelly Olynyk is only five years younger (laughs) than Rudy Gay. But I don't think that Rudy Gay and Kelly Olenek, that does not seem like no. a friendship pair to me. No, it really doesn't. Um, Jordan Clarkson, that's his, that's the best guy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right. Uh, our next trade, a big four-teamer, Sean. Yeah. Ooh. Also involving the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Thomas Bryant. Um, Dude, this is, this is the most... <laughs> 
throw a dart <laughs> trade of the day. Like, I have no idea why all these four players affected four teams. Um, Tom, well, Thomas this is Bryant, like a dare of a trade. <laughs> Thomas Bryant requested a trade, so that's why he got traded. Yeah, LeBron wouldn't pass him the yeah, ball. He's going. He Tom, was open. Thomas, LeBron's like, oh, I could just did the all time record. TB's TB needs to eat, baby. You gotta feed TB. So Thomas Bryant uh, is going to the Nuggets. Um, uh-huh. the, the Lakers got uh, Mo Bamba, you know, from the song. Yes. And uh, Davon Reed, a guy who um, is a pretty good player who is fine. Like, he's fine. He's like a good 12th man or whatever. Um, but who Bob Fitzgerald, the Golden State Warriors uh, play-by-play announcer, gets shocked every year he hits a three against the Golden State Warriors. It happens every year. He's like, Davon Reed is hitting threes. Uh, and a 38%, a se- the- 38% uh, yeah, career three, shooter yeah. from deep. Um, the Lakers also got a second-round pick. Joe, you keep saying he's, like, pretty good. He's fine. He's fine. Like, I mean, he doesn't really play. No, he's like a bench player. I just mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's like he's like a twelfth man. That's what I said. He's a fine twelfth. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. He's <laughs> he's like Juan Toscano. It's the same difference. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But again, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess why not have this guy instead of Wenyan Gabriel children or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man, Scotty yes. Pippen, man, Scotty Pippen Jr. Dude, first of all, <laughs> he's spelling his name differently than his dad because his dad didn't correct somebody back in 1987. <laughs> And then didn't like legally change his name and still gave his son a different spelling just to make sure his son's name would be misspelled his entire life. <laughs> like, like no one's ever going to get that one right. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, his his mom mm-hmm. uh, dated an NBA player who is now, who's his, now teammate. his teammate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, also uh, living in the same city as he is in high school and a uh-huh. reality show star. And now... Uh, is dating the son of his father's uh, arch? What, what would you say, nemesis, frenemy? I don't what know what Scottie you're Pippen talking and Michael about. Michael Jordan's relationship, right? <laughs> Michael Jordan's son is dating Larson Pippen. That is insane. Uh, yes, um, like co-worker. And, I would describe and, him as co. I would describe uh, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan as co-workers. Co-workers. His, his co-workers. His, He's now dating the, the his mom is dating friends. the son of his dad's work friend. <laughs> yeah, they're certainly not friends. No. Um, uh, anyway, we need to talk more about this. Anyway, weird just train. But, but also like in the, in the whole time he's like, I'm pretty much I pretty much have the same skill set as my dad, but I'm six inches shorter. <laughs> Um, anyway, I know Davon Reed isn't good, but I just mean he's better than most of the players the Lakers have had on yeah, their he, roster he, he, for yes, three years. Yes. He's still um, he's, he is an upgrade. You're right. You're right. Sorry. He's an actual NBA player. Well, and look, um, he's like 27 years old yeah. too. That's <laughs> like a spring chicken for this so, team. Uh, and then in the weirdest part of this trade, the LA Clippers <laughs> got Bones Highland. <laughs> I that that is a so guy weird. everyone was picking for sixth man of the year two months ago. Um, uh-huh. 
uh, is now has now gone to the place where players like him go to thrive. Um, the Los or Angeles die. Clippers. Yeah, exactly. But he is in the uh, Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams mold. So I fully expect him to win six man of the year four years from now, three times in a row. Um, <laughs> I mean, I loved him and I love his attitude. He just has been pretty bad at basketball yeah. all year. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, been fighting with Mike Malone, too. But I still feel like if you're the Denver Nuggets. Uh, and a guy is having kind of a bad year, uh, you can still not trade him for Thomas Bryant and hope he pulls out. You know what I mean? <laughs> TB knows how to seal, though. But what also, I will they say is like three first round, three second round picks. I think it's great. <laughs> but what I will say is I, I do like Thomas Bryant on the Nuggets. Uh, they needed a big man that was not Vlatko Konkar, which not to. I like Konchar. Wow. wow. I like Konchar. Konsar. Um, I can't remember cancer. how to cancer. cancer. <laughs> yeah, I like him. He's a good player, but they were just playing him a lot. Um, and yeah, they, he's a he's a, you know. He's not really. Yeah, they're playing him a lot. You're, they're playing right. him a lot. He's uh, shooting forty-five percent. Yeah, three. he's yeah. really good, but he's a guy who should be playing less. Um, and also maybe they can give uh, Nikola Jokic a day off. Um, that would be nice. It does yeah. not seem like uh, their other centers have really been getting it done in the right way. Mm-hmm. Vladko, he's a he's a four. He's yeah. not really a, he's not really a center. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird though. He feels like he plays like 20 minutes or no minutes. Yeah. No, he does. Um anyway, I uh, like the trade for the Nuggets actually a little bit. Uh I guess I like it for the Clippers cuz they traded all their point guards today. <laughs> we'll get to that later. I mean, it just <laughs> felt weird like and then in, in the aggregate, <laughs> like it almost felt like, why were they even involved? <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I would be happy if my team took a free Bones Highland. Um, I guess so. Yeah. And then the Magic, who, why were they involved? Uh, I guess to get rid of Mo Bamba. But why did they get rid of Mo Bamba anyway? Uh, the Magic. Isn't he just signed from like this year? <laughs> yes. Too? The Magic got Patrick Beverly and a 2024 second round pick from Denver and Cash, which, of course, will go straight into funding something horrible. Um, Because, again, the Orlando Magic are owned by the DeVoses. All right. Oh, um, so this was, yeah, this was the... They got a pick and the cash difference between Mobile and Pat Beverly's. Yeah. And they're going to buy it's fine next year, but it's non guaranteed. So, yeah. And they're going to, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're going to buy out Pat Beverly. Uh, uh-huh. Lakers, again, get two NBA players, not really good ones, but they're, they are NBA players. Um, which, uh, yeah, I mean, Thomas Bryant wanted out. Yeah, I mean, and Thomas Bryant whole... is also an NBA player, but... Uh, yeah, so Mo I... Bamba's going to fill the uh, Damian Jones role. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and look, he can shoot threes. I don't really see how he works at all with this team, but I mean, a lot of guys on that roster didn't. Yeah. He at least has sort of a weird path. Um, anyway, so that's... They've now added five actual NBA players today, which, good for them. Big winners. <laughs> good job, Polinka, um, man. To go with their their haul of Rui Hachimura earlier this month. Um, 
All right, in another strange, uh, <laughs> I think this is maybe the weirdest trade of the day. The Hawks got Bruno Fernando and Garrison Matthews <laughs> from the Rockets uh -huh. for Justin Holiday, Frank Kaminsky, and two second round picks. Why? I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I'll be honest. I guess I knew Bruno Fernando uh, was on the, the Rockets. Rockets. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. yeah, that was a trade but like but like i could not have told you that frank kaminsky was on the atlanta hawks <laughs> he almost feels like a guy that played like 15 years ago at this point <laughs> he's still on the suns in my mind all right um i mean he's still playing for wisconsin in my mind um, um sean the, I, so I, hold I on let me, let me just, what were they even doing uh <laughs> Oh, they okay. They just cut their taxes. Also, these are not even these are the second round picks, I believe, from the Danilo Gallinari Hawks Thunder okay. trade. But right. I will say this is the first of many second round picks that the Hawks are going to trade today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it it really felt like they were just making them up. Uh, this is Confederate money. I do the Hawks to... decided to blow. You know what it is? That kid was like, "These are bullshit. We're liquidating our whole supply." That's how he thinks it works. Um, I I do want to say shorted the second round pick market. Garrison Matthews is the most Atlanta Braves player in the NBA. So welcome. He really feels like a uh, '90s Brave. Wait, really like, felt like we heard about him a lot last year. Yeah. And then um, never this year. Uh, but doesn't he feel, doesn't Garrison Matthews, his name is wrong. But when you look at him, doesn't he well, feel would like be Matt Garrison? Yeah, exactly. Then he is, then yeah. he is a brain. Yeah. Doesn't he feel like a guy who comes in and blows some amazing Greg Maddox game in game mm -hmm. six of the NLCS? Even though he like made the All Star team as a setup man yeah. somehow that year, um, and then uh, yeah, well, Rockets. I I anytime you can get a holiday, I guess it's pretty good, <laughs> unless that holiday is Aaron. Um, I mean, they're just they're just loading up on second round picks, hoping to do what the Hawks are doing now, cashing them in for a valuable Bruno Fernando down the line. <laughs> um, all right. The Suns traded Darius May uh, traded Dario Saric in a future second round pick to the Thunder for Darius Baisley. Mm -hmm. um, they were cutting some money, but also uh, we're going to get to why they might have needed a young athletic forward uh -huh. as well. <laughs> and the Thunder uh, picked up a second round pick. They were definitely not going to keep Darius Basley. Mm -hmm. He is only a restricted free agent this summer, which is also probably uh, values him. I just never even look up what these second round picks are. Yeah. Joey. <laughs> um well especially when they don't say what they are i assume yeah. they're fake uh well, <laughs> you know like, what i like, mean when well, it's just I mean, a future second rounder that's that's yeah. just a fake one um mm -hmm. it should be stated uh darius basley still only 22 years old um anyway good for him uh Darius. i, mean, I think he actually is gonna play for phoenix yeah 
Uh, Dario Saric, I don't know. He's like weirdly opposite of what the Thunder normally like. Um, not, 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 not so good at basketball, but whatever. His contract is expiring. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's not going to play. Also, he's kind of a grown up. Maybe, maybe they need that. Uh, I've never right. heard anything bad about him. No, he um, just sort of fell out of the road. I mean, he's like a center now, though. Yeah, he's a yeah. Uh, all right, Sean, time to talk about a trade that is close to our hearts. So the- can we can we describe this one uh, in terms of the the progression in which we learned about it? OK, so so go you yeah. go ahead. You go ahead. So we we find out very close to the deadline. Um, I found this out in the Golden State of Mind Slack. Uh, where we were talking about something completely different. And uh, we learned that the Warriors had traded James Wiseman to the Detroit Pistons for Sadiq Bay, mm-hmm. And we were kind of like, well, that makes sense. You know, that Sadiq Bay is sort of, sort of struggling. He hasn't really been doing the three or the D part of his three and D, but mm-hmm. like that, that makes sense. He's like, he's also he's like, a little a, bit he's older. a restricted free agent. Yeah, he's up. a wing. Like yeah. there's some reasons for that. Then, minutes later, mm-hmm. Joey, the Warriors are sending Sadiq Bay mm-hmm. to Atlanta for five second round picks. Mm-hmm. And you and I were like, this is perfect. <laughs> this is this is where this was headed for a long time. This is uh, this is this is the ultimate two timelines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you draft you draft a guy in uh, mid-November of 2020. Mm-hmm. And in early February of 2023, you turned the number two pick in the draft Uh into five second round picks. And I should say, I will read you that you can tell my thinking. uh, (laughs) These tweets are about 10 minutes apart. Um, I tweeted, for those of you wondering, James Wiseman is three second round picks taller than Bones Highland. Then, 10 minutes later, I tweeted, breaking, the Golden State Warriors have traded five second round picks for Alan Smilagate. (laughs) (laughs) Which, that's how you can tell when I'm mad at the Golden State Warriors, if I'm bringing up Alan Smilagate. Then, Sean, what happened? Well, it turned out that the Warriors also received Kevin Knox, uh-huh, who's been hilariously <laughs> been referred to as Kevin Knox 2 in mm-hmm. all these trade pieces. Uh-huh. Uh, they traded uh, they traded Kevin Knox and the five second round picks to uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, wait, before we get to that, oh, sorry, then there's a rumor. Oh, then yeah, there's what? a rumor. The Warriors, the Warriors are loading up for OG Ananobi. Yeah, Sean's like gonna... is convinced. Yeah. And I immediately get scared that Jonathan Kaminga is getting traded with five second round picks for OG and Anobi. And I remember that Shams was reporting this with a straight face (laughs) after all day had been like, yep, four first round picks. That's the price for OG and Anobi. The Warriors have stuff to trade, but it's not that. It is the opposite of that. They can trade you four guys who were drafted in the first round uh, before Obama's second term, Mm -hmm. but they cannot give you four first round picks. Now, I should say to mention that, uh, like, look, I understand basketball. OG Ananobi is much better than Jonathan Kaminga. I just 
have an Anthony Randolph weird, uh, weird <laughs> Anthony Randolph two obsession with Jonathan Kaminga. Anyway, keep going, Sean. Then what happened? Then what happened? <laughs> I swear, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Sean. Uh-huh. They trade Kevin Knox and those five second round picks to the Portland Trail Blazers mm-hmm. to bring back Gary Payton the second. Uh huh. A guy they could just have. They could have him and James Wiseman. That is what they they chose to let Gary Payton go uh-huh. because he signed such a big deal with Portland. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting hurt and only playing 15 games for the Blazers. And perhaps because the Warriors were literally in the city of Portland last night, mm-hmm. uh, they ended up making this deal. Well, Sean, I should also tell you, though, yeah. Uh, the athletic in a Blazers piece. So Jason Quick uh, probably yeah. wrote this said a source who was granted anonymity so that they could speak oh, freely. Thank God. thank God. Says a reason that immunity says, from prosecution says a reason Peyton was traded was he indicated he didn't want to be in Portland and was ecstatic to return to Golden State. An embarrassing development for Cronin's first free agent signing. So. Wow, so um, they did this on a whim. What's it was a spike train. Can, can just okay? So I'm gonna just go through. Uh, thanks to uh, our friend, friend of the podcast, the Rose Garden Report, Sean Hyken. Mm-hmm. They're getting these trades. These picks are so weirdly restricted. Mm-hmm. Next year, they get this of of Atlanta, Charlotte and Brooklyn second rounders, they get the mm-hmm. second best one. Uh-huh. In 2024, <laughs> they get Atlanta's second round pick, uh-huh. but it but it, they don't get it if it's 56 through 60. Mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't convey. And then in 2025 they get Atlanta's, but it's protected 31 mm-hmm. to 40. <laughs> and then I did not realize that Golden State had Memphis's 2026 pick. Mm-hmm. From anyway, the that Iguodala one's top trade. 40. Yeah. That one's top 42 protected. <laughs> and then they get the Warriors' second round pick five years from now, no matter where it lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should also mention that the Warriors also somehow in this trade received two fake second round picks from Atlanta as well. Oh, yeah. How did that? What are those? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, I can't tell if that's a mistake or not. It's not. No, the like, Warriors in their, the Warriors mentioned two seconds in their announcement of the trade, but they did not talk about the protections on them. I am assuming they are not real and to save face for trading James Wiseman for Gary Payton. Yeah. Um, so Atlanta, Atlanta may have sent out nine second round picks today. Is that true? Well, no, I think as part of the five second round picks, the Blazers got some of those were ones the Warriors had and the Warriors are keeping two from Atlanta. Does that make sense? No, not really. Wait, but there's there's seven second round picks in the right. But so what I'm saying <laughs> is the of the five that the Trailblazers received, one is a Warriors pick and one is a Memphis pick that the Warriors already had. And okay. then, so the two picks from, so the five that the, so, Wait, so where let's the say two? the Warriors start with two second round picks and James Wiseman, right? Uh-huh. 
They trade James Wiseman for five second round picks, which gives them seven second round picks. <gasps> oh, then they okay. trade yes, five yes, yes. to the Blazers. Okay, that's right. That's right. So they just get Atlanta's unprotected 2026 20, and 20. Well, we'll see how yeah, protected right. they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a weird exchange. What so a weird they move. basically, I think, went to the Trailblazers with seven pennies and said, uh-huh. pick five of these pennies. Yeah, like they they were they were like flipping. That is so weird. Okay, so Atlanta only saw only traded seven seconds. Uh, yes, they did yeah, have yeah, fourteen yeah. going in. This is like honestly, like an arithmetic. This podcast is literally word problems. The whole time we're just like, God, this would be a good SAT question. Um. All right. Uh. So, uh, the uh, okay. Hawks got Sadiq Bay. We should say fine. I good gamble. Sadiq Bay is cool. Uh, and he's buff. <laughs> That's I love a buff guy. Um, he's pretty. He is very buff. He went to Villanova. If he yeah. went to Villanova, odds are you got traded in the past two days. Yeah, um, that happened to. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll get to the next one. I guess a couple of Villanova guys. Um. So then, uh, yeah, and, I mean, and also DeAndre Hunter's hurt all the time. Like, just, uh, like, he's not Kevin Herter, but I don't know. Maybe he'll be pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, James Wiseman. He's, he's signed next year. He's kind of cheap. Why not? <laughs> I don't expect James Wiseman to be able to crack the Pistons rotation of other uh, highly drafted big men, but I hope he does. He's... Uh, I hope the best for James Wiseman, and what, I'm happy they, I don't have to think about him anymore. <laughs> wait, is that is that because they they already drafted a project athletic center from Memphis University mm-hmm. this year, and then also had traded for Marvin Bagley Jr. Yeah, uh, oh, and so then they, paid so him a lot of money too. So they're like, we want project Memphis centers uh-huh. and disappointing number two picks in the NBA draft. What can we do? Uh huh. Yeah. And who's who's our best center? Well, it's actually Isaiah Stewart, a, to- uh-huh. a fourth guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But Why? I, uh, can I ask you a weird up. question though? Sure. You're Portland. Mm-hmm. This is Why? this is the thing I most want to talk about. James Take Wiseman. free James Wiseman, right? Right. They don't have a big man who's good anymore, right? Are they close to the tax line? Is that what's happening? I guess they just didn't want to pay him twelve million dollars next year, right? Like, because he's not that free. That's the problem. Um, oh, that's that. That's what it is. They didn't, but it did really seem like, boy, that would make a lot more sense. Uh, so now they have. Well, we'll get to we'll get to the other ones, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they were close to the tax. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't trade for Wiseman myself. So, but it <laughs> it is, it just it is weird that Portland. I mean, I guess they didn't really. I guess I guess they it was a spike trade. That's the, yeah. the explanation. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Sean, you are a Golden State Warriors blogger and fan. Are you happy, Gary Payton? Two is back. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. like it's definitely the move. Like completely makes sense unless you think remember. about James Wiseman as a second, <laughs> like the, the mechanics two of, of it. All pay, tri- well, yeah, and it's yeah. like, and and then when I think about it, like in I'm like, wow, they 
they didn't have to like attach a pick or anything to get mm-hmm. rid of Wiseman. They they even saved some of uh Joe Lacob's money. Hey Sean, do you great... remember on draft night that uh <laughs> The uh, Chicago Bulls offered them the fourth pick in the draft and uh, Wendell Carter Jr. for that pick because they really wanted James Wiseman. I did not remember that. I just don't really believe anything I hear about trades the Warriors didn't make on draft night. But yeah, do you remember that Tyrese Halliburton really, really wanted to go to the Warriors? Uh Uh-huh. And the Warriors also really liked him but didn't want to take him second. Yeah. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Taking him fourth. And Wendell Carter Jr. Uh Uh-huh. And Wendell Carter Jr. is good. Um, all right. traded him for someone else. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, they won the NBA championship last year. Yeah. So, which <laughs> somehow makes us feel two percent better about the whole thing. <laughs> um. All right, Sean. The Pelicans got Josh Richardson for Devonte Gra- to the Spurs for Devonte uh-huh. Graham. A 2024 second round pick, a 2026 second round pick, a 2028 second round pick, and a 2029 second round pick. Okay, so now <laughs> I believe the Spurs. Couldn't the Hawks have just given seven second round picks to the Spurs directly? <laughs> that seems like it would have been easier for everybody involved. Uh,. Yeah, so they got I don't know how much how much of what do you think that what do you think the price exchange is? Like how, what amount of that is for Richardson and what amount of that is for negative Devontae Graham? I think two seconds are for Richardson and two seconds are <laughs> for Devontae Graham being not mm-hmm. very good and on a bad contract. Yeah. Although for um, the Spurs, um kind of feel like he might be like I wouldn't be that shocked if he sort of plays well again on a bad team and they get like something for him later. Sure. I mean this is this is some like classic we have a lot of cap space and no one really wants like we're actually almost out of veterans. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know uh-huh. Devontae Graham is not really playing for New Orleans, right? No, well, I mean, yeah, he, no, really. he when he does play New Orleans, uh, Twitter gets mad about it. I do know that. Um, all right. Uh, the Celtics, Boston, they got their favorite kind of guy, a white guy. They got Mike Pascala and uh, the Thunder got Justin Jackson, who I kind of forgot was still in the NBA and yeah. two future second round picks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we have thunder, to play. Thunder, Unfortunately, thunder. oh, we do. This trade means, yeah, I, I gotta play it. Um, we ha- we have to. It's it's a legal obligation we made. Call me Mike Jaws of the best kept secret. Coming from Atlanta, where the Hawks stay screeching. I got three goals and I ain't talking about a hat trick. One, win the championship. Two, make a smash it. Three, have a baby with my lady, then some grandkids. These other rappers shaky Charles backswing. Trying to find the recipe, I call them plankton. The flow so appealing. Best rapper in the league. Aw, man, what a feeling. Showing y'all I can spit. What up, Shaq? Charles, Ernie, Kenny, the Jet Smith. Um, and also, uh, because it's the Boston Celtics, we also need to mention, I believe we should ban the DH long putters, extra points, the NIT and pickoff throws. You really want to know what I believe? 
I believe in the four-point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I um, yeah, so... Uh, I guess that's going to happen every time we talk about the Boston Celtics now. Both of By those the way, things are going to uh, play. Be because I made fun of Jason Tatum's love of Kobe Bryant last year during the playoffs, uh, mm -hmm. every time I mentioned that uh, I, I got people got really mad at me because I said that uh, Boston fans really valued Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> and and people in the comments were like, "We're not as racist anymore." I can't believe you're saying Boston players have white supremacy, and I'm like, the roster has a lot of white guys. Mm -hmm. Like that's a fact. I'm not I'm not saying why Boston <laughs> is racist. <They're, laughs> they were yelling the n word at Marcus Smart like two years ago. Um, but yeah, that that was a fun argument when people were like, "Well, I mean, that's just Fenway." <laughs> and the TD Garden parking lot. Yeah, people were like, how do you even know that was a Celtics fan yelling at Marcus Smart? I'm like, well, it, they were wearing head-to-toe Celtics merch, mm -hmm. and it was in the TD Garden parking lot. Yeah. And, and it uh, was a Celtic who said that it happened. Um, They're like, well, in any major city that happens. It's like, mm, not really, actually. Um, <laughs> anyway, Mike Muscala, they're going to love him. Yeah, well, here's my question. Can Mike Muscala jump high enough to do Sam Hauser's terrible eclipse defense? Ooh. Well, he's, he's going to have to learn. Wait, I it's think. Luke Cornett, not Sam Luke Hauser. Cornette, Sorry. Luke yeah, yeah. Luke Cornett. Uh -huh. By the way, I was going to make a House of Pain joke before remembering that uh, the guys from House of Pain are not from Boston. Yeah, they're from Los Angeles. They're from um. Los Angeles. <laughs> um, God. Uh, the Clippers. Those monsters. Hey, speaking of drops, Sean. Let's ride. Eric Gordon going home to the Clippers. Oh, actually, there is, is one thing I want to ask you about Mike Muscala. Doesn't Mike Muscala feel like he's already been a Celtic? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he does. All right. Anyway. Uh, he, he actually has only, he hasn't, well, he has been on a lot of teams. I yeah. forgot he got traded for Nick Zubac. Yeah. yeah. Um, By the way, he's maybe the Atlanta Hawks' most successful second round pick of like the last two decades. Well, that's why they traded them all. All right. Um, Back to Eric Gordon. He is finally coming home. It's coming home, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Gordon. Uh, I guess he's the new point guard for the, for the Los Whoa. Angeles Clippers. A position he has not played <laughs> since college? Yeah, I think in, maybe he played it in New Orleans a little bit. I don't remember. Or Phoenix. Wasn't he briefly in Phoenix? All right. Um, Eric Gordon, three future second round picks. Uh, the Clippers got... Uh, got. <laughs> Uh, they traded John Wall and Danny Green and a protected pick swap to the Rockets, which any time uh, a veteran player on your team spends two months talking about how a place was hell for him, you uh -huh. got to trade him back there. Right. There's no right. There's no reason to maybe be a, to think about a human being. <laughs> Yeah, and literally yeah. trade him back to a place where he said he was so depressed he couldn't he, get out of he, bed. Yeah, he thought um, of it, he, he was thinking about suicide. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, so they bought out John Wall in I think July. Yeah, and might have been even actually I think it was later. 
And he gave back $6 million. Just to not ever go back there. Uh, luckily, uh, they are buying him out again. I will so say he, that. John Wall, it appears, is getting the full amount of his contract. Yeah. Finally. Um, from, the ro- from, from the Rockets. <laughs> they had to offload, like, three-fifths of it to the... I don't know, man. Um, uh, you're probably wondering, listeners, though, wait, how are the Rockets getting Danny Green in this deal? Yes. And that is because the Grizzlies are getting Luke Kennard. Yes. Um, Luke Kennard, or as I like to call him, the White Landry Shamit, a guy who Ooh. seems good on paper. Um, Sean, do you like this trade for any of these teams? Um, I mean... Uh, okay, this is why I like it for Houston. Okay. Because it's like such like dirt bag material. Like these guys who do, train for these guys who don't want to go here. Mm-hmm. And the thing they get out of it <laughs> it's is a pick swap from the But it's Clippers. a really weird pick swap <laughs> because it's 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 they have the right to switch to swap Milwaukee's pick. Mm-hmm with the Clippers pick or the Thunders pick, but it has to be the worst of them. Uh-huh. And it's protected one through six. It's like just completely <laughs> disgusting what they're doing. And it's just like, like, oh, we're just going to like, oh, we're trading Eric Gordon, this guy we held on to and refused to trade for two or three years, just wasting his career on this. <laughs> on this stupid tanking team, making him do these degrading team promos. And then what they get is like almost impossible to understand. It's like, it's, I just read it out loud and I feel like I understand the trade even less. I'm like, I guess this is following like, is it because Oklahoma City has their pick swap this year because of the Westbrook trade? I also wait. I, I also don't even <laughs> I don't get any of it. <laughs> I also should say I mistakenly earlier said Eric Gordon was on the Suns. He oh, never yeah. was on the Suns. He wanted to go to the Suns really yes, bad. And New Orleans him. didn't let him several yeah, times. Yeah. Uh, so and instead he, he's like, I'll show you. I'm going to blow out my knee twice. Uh, so he has been he has spent his career being the nba's best hostage um yeah uh so congratulations eric gordon i assume you want to go live in los angeles and play with paul george that pro- that's probably fun um i like and this s- trade for the clippers eric gordon's good um he's old uh, but he's good um so they gave up wall oh, i mean they were gonna trade wall they gave up Connor. i kind of like i actually like this for memphis really well because Okay, so what I have believed is one of Memphis's biggest weaknesses. There are two. Mm-hmm. Number one, gun tweet play. too much. Gunplay, <laughs> no, no gunplay, gun yeah, gunplay. Yeah. Pulling guns on opposing teams—that's <laughs> the most dangerous thing. It wasn't uh, the, even opposing teams, Sean. It was staffers. <laughs> I mean, they were pointing it at the team bus. Team members and staffers. I know, but the staffers were the ones. I feel bad. Because Can they you were imagine? a human shield for Andrew Nembhard. Yes. That's, <laughs> That's how tough like... John Morant is. He needs a laser sight and a game <laughs> to go after a Canadian who went to Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah, bre- better bring your sniper scope for that guy, Jaw. <laughs> oh. 
but you know, accuracy has been a problem with the Grizzlies, which is why Luke Kennard, I feel like their, their biggest vulnerability is that they're incredibly streaky from three point mm-hmm. range. And like you see it in all their playoff games is that Desmond Bain is the only reliable three point shooter on the team. Mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson will miss like 15 in a row. So will Jaw. So will Dylan Brooks. Luke Kennard, while he can't do a lot, mm-hmm. he makes threes. I mean, I guess. Um, he's a bummer, though. Looking at I mean, him. Maybe. I mean, they're, they're <laughs> but but they can, I feel like they can afford it and they didn't really give up that yeah, much. I guess. It's just like this is two teams in a row where Kennard, like, People kept saying he was good, and then you would hear the coaches talk about him, and he's not good. <laughs> no, but, like, he's basically taking the place of a child on sure. the Memphis rotation. So. I mean, I I just kind of think Although I'd the, rather the have Grizzlies Danny Green. Hate, the Grizzlies hate it. I don't think Danny Green can, like, run anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Joey, they don't list the saddest part of this trade. Yo, let's hear it. Houston, as a result of the trade, had to wave Boban. <laughs> but aren't they re-signing him? I saw that no, they... today. I thought, oh, shit. Boban is out of, uh, is not on a team right now? I don't think so. Wow. Um. Hopefully, someone I mean, pick up Boban. I guess they can re-sign him after they wave John Wall, maybe? Um, but... um, I think that's what's going to happen. Um. Anyway, America's commercial industry needs Boban to stay in the country. So, yeah. um, uh, let's keep That's it. actually what his work visa is listed <laughs> yeah. for, not the NBA. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, then we had another big three-teamer, Sean. The 76ers received uh, worse McDaniels, <laughs> Jalen, <laughs> And a Charlotte 2024 second round pick and a Portland 2029 second round pick. Uh, the Hornets got Svi Mikhailuk, our favorites, uh, our, our favorite 19 uh, year old college graduate. Uh, a 2023 second round pick from Philadelphia, a 2027 second round pick from Portland. And then the Blazers got Cam Reddish, Matisse Teibel. Ryan Archidiacono and a New York Knicks first round pick this upcoming year. The Knicks received Josh Hart. Sean, who won this trade? Uh, the Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks won this trade hard. Um, Josh Hart's good. Josh- Although I will say uh, the Sixers won it dirtbag style, though. <laughs> oh, let's. <laughs> Why is that? Because they dipped under the luxury tax, baby. <laughs> More wah-wah for the boys. Josh Harris is escaping the law. Uh, also, shout out to the McDaniels family for making this trade uh, seem much more exciting than it actually is. By naming their, their son the same. Jalen and Jaden. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Sean Garrison Matthews, uh, a tr- very troop energy. So w- our second troop got traded. Our second fake troop got traded to the Clippers. Mason Plumley, baby, <laughs> and the Hornets oh, are oh, getting. Oh, go oh, ahead. Can I, can I add one thing? Sorry to that trade. Yeah. Uh, it was just hilarious that uh, the New York Knicks, Jalen Brunson, had this like very cute 
reaction to getting reunited with his college teammate Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. And Ryan and Archie makes... Diacono, who also No, 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 no. They, they traded Archie Diacono was already oh, on the right. Knicks. Forgot, so they I traded forgot. him away. <laughs> Um, so that was just funny to me that he was like, yeah, my buddy from college is here. And then that guy I played basketball with in college is also leaving. Um. Anyway, uh, I mean, Jalen McDaniels is, you know, he's probably better than Davon Reed. So good job, Sixers. Uh, Matisse Teibel, un- Kind of like Sadiq Bey in that uh, a very exciting young player who has fallen off horribly. <laughs> Can I just say this combination of moves to me? That's fake hustle from the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. That's them trying to save a little money and Pretend. look like they're doing something yeah. for Dame. Like I can see how these guys are maybe useful. These are fake moves. These guys are worse than Josh Hart. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but they have those second round picks and Kevin Knox. So um, congratulations, Damian Lillard on uh, getting second round, getting second round picks who are babies now. Um, mm-hmm. all right, the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers uh, are bringing in Mason Plumley, Sean. This is weird. <laughs> and they are trading Reggie Jackson and a 2028 second round pick to the Hornets. Did a single thing they did make sense, really? <laughs> uh, I mean, it makes sense if you think <laughs> of the Clippers as the final, like, the megazord of positionless basketball, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because they traded two of their point guards. Uh-huh. Um, but now they've got Eric Gordon, who mm-hmm. is good. Right? Like he's I better mean, than Reggie Jackson and John Wall. I mean, I I don't know. He's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> he shoots like 35% from the back. I just have no idea if he's any good. He's he's in the 14th year of his career. Like I I have no sense of like I would say that the way he's played the past three years, I have no idea. Like so like I, it seems like he was a very good player for the Rockets like mm-hmm. three or four years ago, but also he would like play the four sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just don't I'm not like totally sure where he fits on the Clippers, but I don't really know where anyone fits on the Clippers. Well, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are now their point guards, uh, I would say. And maybe Norm Powell, <laughs> a little bit of Norm Powell at point guard. Um, Nick Batum's like a center. Yeah, somehow. So I everyone's a, just whatever on that team. Well, I have a I have a theory about why Mason Plumley though. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only guy, the only big person in the Western Conference that the Clippers could be playing was Mason Plumley's teammate for a long time. He knows all the stuff, dude. Oh yeah, so he knows he knows the best way to stop Jokic. He's the Jokic to sub in Mason yeah. Plumley yeah. for defense uh-huh. on a crucial late second play. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> He's the Jokic stopper. 
He's only been the Jokic supper when he's on Jokic's <laughs> own team. Right, but that's what I'm They'll saying. figure it out. They'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, they'll Ballmer figure it out. Do it. <laughs> um, anyway, weird trade. Uh, I do expect Mason Plumley to uh, do one cool dunk, though, in the next two months. I actually that saw... is one thing he's good for. Mason Plumley does cool dunks. I will give him that. I saw um, Mason Plumley dunk like five times <laughs> at a Clippers game once. Uh, unfortunately, DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin each dunked on him like 15 times. Yeah, that's sort of the Mason Plumley problem. <laughs> he does one cool pass a year and uh, like one cool dunk a month. All right. Uh, time to talk about the big trade, though. Uh, he's coming home, Sean. The Suns finally got him back. TJ Warren was traded for Mikhail Bridges, Cameron Johnson, Juan Pablo Vule, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2025 <laughs> first-round pick, a 2027 first-round pick, a 2028 first-round pick swap, a 2028 second-round pick, a 2029 first-round pick, and a 2029 second-round pick. Some of those, two of those second-round picks are from Milwaukee. Sean, my yeah. question is, is this too much to trade for TJ Warren? Maybe, especially because Juan Pablo Valle, uh, you know him as Osriel. He filled in for the Batman after his bat was broken by Bane after the events of uh, Nightfall. So he's uh, he's pretty he's pretty effective. Juan Pablo Valle doesn't even have. You can't even click on his name on NBA.com. No, I. I, I uh, you you talk about something else, and I'll try to figure out who he he's is. He's in Argentina. He's an Argentinian basketball player who was born in 1996. Uh, he was a second-round pick in 2015. He's a small forward, um, and he is not coming. <laughs> he was picked 39th overall in 2015 by the Charlotte Hornets. He has some very distinctive eyebrows. Yeah, um... Weird haircut, too. Uh, anyway. Manu, oh, never mind. We, we can't talk about Juan Pablo. Nope, Vule. nope, nope, nope. Obviously, <laughs> what we're, we're the Suns got Kevin Durant, Sean. Um, I guess we should mention the other parts of this trade because they're also hilarious. The Bucks again at the deadline get a guy who seems uh, like too good to be available to the Bucks for what they have to offer. It's the third mm -hmm. year in a row they've done it. Uh, they got Jay Crowder for essentially free. Well, yeah, it was so five second round picks, but as we've detailed <laughs> in this podcast, yeah. uh, that's Why not also making a million get, second round picks. <laughs> yeah, that, but, also, even better. but also that means Jay Crowder is as good in second round pick math as james wiseman so i'd say that's yeah. pretty good um <laughs> yeah i mean maybe the warriors should have traded for jay crowder i'd rather have gary Payton in the t second i think same uh the pacers got who butted their way into this trade brought george hill home hometown hero finally coming back he IUPUI. Do you say UP for that school? I say IUPUI, but I don't okay. know anything about college basketball. Um, they also got Serge Ibaka, who they're waving. Yeah, they're um, also. I think they're gonna wave George Hill, maybe. Uh, and they also got Jordan Noara, who they're keeping. I think they'll um, keep him. Yeah, they had to wave Goga to make the trade go through. And too. they got three future second round picks. Yes, they basically. It's hilarious. 
Uh, Brooklyn actually had Jay Crowder. The mm-hmm. Bucks gave up five picks for Jay Crowder, but for holding on to Jay Crowder uh, for like a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Indiana gets three second round <laughs> yeah. picks for arbitrage, <laughs> which is, I mean, that's good. That's just good work by Kevin Pritchard yeah. there. What's really funny and is again, if you that's just three fifths of a James Wiseman <laughs> yeah. that they got. What, what's really funny is if you don't know that part, but you're like familiar with the NBA and you just read this, you would think, oh, they traded TJ Warren. To right, the right. But TJ <laughs> Warren was not on the Pacers anymore. He was on the Nets. Um, <laughs> his name is TJ, but he was not on the Pacers anymore. Anyway, now, and I couldn't even tell what. Didn't didn't Indiana have to give up something? Um, maybe some of these seconds. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe they had Juan Pablo Vule. We didn't look up why he was. No, his no, look his his draft rights. He's actually coming home, Joey, mm-hmm. because the Nets traded for his draft rights on draft night mm. in 2015. So Great. he's also coming home, just like TJ Warren, <laughs> just like all of these guys. Every trade today involved someone going back to where they came from. Well, and Mikhail Bridges is from Philadelphia. And basically that's where, and if if you think about it, he's just has to do a reverse JJ Reddick. Right. (laughs) JJ Reddick uh, lived in Brooklyn for uh, preschool interference purposes (laughs) while he played for the Sixers. Okay. Sean, how do you feel about this trade for the Suns? Obviously, they got one of the five best players in the NBA. Um, but it feels like they had to give up really kind of a lot for him, right? They did, but I... For anyone less than Kevin Durant, this is a disaster trade. Mm-hmm. I get it for them. And... Um, I also think that while it is definitely a move to win a championship this year, it's more of a move for next year. Yeah. And like the year after, because, uh, the thing about the thing about, so the team right now, they're down to like four starters, basically. Mm -hmm. That's my question. It's like, it's like Paul and Booker and I guess maybe like Darius Baisley and then, well, they you know, still have Josh Kogi and, and Damian Lee. Okay. And they've got Landry Shamit, right? Tori Craig. They don't have Landry Shamit. Do they? Yeah, they do have Landry Shamit. Sorry. Campaign. Ish Wainwright. Bismack Biombo. They've done a good job of getting like playable second round G League type guys. Right. That's, isn't that where Devon Reed blossomed at first? Yeah. I just don't understand. Here's my question. Okay. Who on this team is playing defense uh, against, say, Luka Doncic, uh, the guy that beat them by like 80 points last year? In uh, his, name is, his name is Tory Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that seems like a problem to me. Um, it does. But to me, it's like so to me, mm-hmm. uh, again, this is like a move to try to win this year, but mainly. I mean, I think you were right when you were talking about what happened with the Nets and Kevin Durant, Mm -hmm. where he asked for a trade. 
and the team met with him. And, you know, there's no there's no reason to be mad at Kevin Durant for what happened in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant didn't Tried. do anything wrong. Well, yeah. he wears shoes a half size too large. Oh, that's that true. That is his fault. That did cost them an because NBA title. Because if, if, he, if he was wearing shoes that fit, and this is true. I'm not making this up, <laughs> listeners. If you look it up, Kevin Durant actually likes to wear shoes that are a half size larger than his feet. And that was the difference between them in the NBA Finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But, uh, but anyway, that's the only thing you can blame yeah. him for is being weird. <laughs> So it's like uh, but, but what, weird. Do is, what, what I think makes this uh, happen and what makes me like it, too, is that uh, I feel like this team, this deal is predicated on uh, trading Chris Paul for something else in the later. Yeah, because uh, you can a bunch of his contract is non guaranteed, mm-hmm. like the entire 2024 season is non guaranteed next year is. I think like 60% guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So they can basically, once again, Chris Paul goes from salary dump to max <laughs> deal to salary dump to max deal. It's an amazing career. Um, but I think they're just like, we're going to get Kevin Durant while we can. And meanwhile, Brooklyn at the same time, uh, lucked out in a way because I think once Kyrie demanded a trade, the Nets basically met with Kevin Durant and were like, we told you we'd send you where you wanted. If you gave this a try, you gave this a try. Mm-hmm. And instead of Phoenix thinking they had more leverage on that, they had this eager new owner who was just like thinking about some dirty sex. He was going to send to his dirty <laughs> mortgage broker friends. It was like, yeah, give him all the picks. Give him Mikhail Bridges. Give him Cameron Johnson. <laughs> um, so I kind of like it for the Suns. It's a bummer for the Nets because they kind of got as much as they were ever gonna get. Uh-huh. Like I, I can't imagine getting like you know, it's like five first round picks, two second round picks, and mm-hmm. you know, Bridges, who is good, and Johnson's good. It's hilarious that they have like uh six three and d forwards yeah now. their team is like okay now. we were talking about the clippers right and <laughs> their weird roster mm-hmm. uh the nets are like the shitty clippers now where it's like <laughs> oh yeah we're we're playing royce o'neill we're playing dorian finney smith <laughs> we're playing michael mikhail bridges and we're yeah. playing uh <laughs> and we're playing uh i don't know um name another one they have a bunch of them yeah and then Cam, it's Cam Johnson. Cam, Tom, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas is going to score, is responsible for scoring 80 points a game. And then Spencer Dinwiddie <laughs> also has to get yeah. in on that action. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I think they probably would have made more moves, but I feel like Sean Marks was probably awake for like three and a half days. Mm-hmm. Well, so while we're talking about a guy <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should mention oh. maybe oh, yes. the reason the Clippers moves don't make any sense. Yes, is... That, this is exactly why the Clippers moves don't make any sense. Because they had already put these guys into like a trade call and informed their agents uh basically with the heat. 
reports have come out from the Miami Herald that uh, the Heat and the Clippers had basically decided to trade Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry to the Clippers yeah. for what would have been something akin to John Wall, Luke Kennard, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, uh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie or, Jackson. I think or Reggie like Jackson Eric, was definitely – it doesn't matter. It does, maybe one Eric of those Gordon guys. would have gone to the Heat, sure. something like that. But, yeah. but regardless, uh, and they could not get – Team President Pat Riley to approve the deal because, because he was, he was napping. He was re- well, they said he was resting, <laughs> but that means he was asleep. Showtime became nap time. Think of how, like, and you know, they, they probably like woke him up finally a couple minutes before the trade call, but he's like still trying to fit. He's like, no, no one can see my hair when it's messed up. He has like a fold and he's like, I'd just rather not make a trade than have anyone see me like this. And then Steve Ballmer's like, we gotta trade him. We told everybody. Um, Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> really funny. Um, oh, What I wanted to say about the Suns really quickly though, back to them. Yeah. Is yes, you traded for Kevin Durant, and that is awesome. You still have a depressing DeAndre Ayton sized hole there for some reason. <laughs> this guy who hates it there and is depressed all the time is still on the team. And the core of your team that made the finals two seasons ago was Devin Booker and Chris Paul, and then all these rangy guys who are really good at defense who are all now gone. All of them. Literally all of them. They are all gone. It's just weird. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Like, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just weird. (laughs) That's all I want (laughs) to say. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) One of the weirder... (laughs) finals contenders ever i would say just very yeah. strange it was a weird uh-uh. year yeah a team that the team that went to the finals after not making the playoffs the year before uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> and now they're all gone yeah and i mean deandre aiden might get traded this offseason too um yeah i hope so for his sake at the I'm, same time, the number two Vegas favorite to win the NBA title this year, only right. slightly behind the Boston Celtics. We're sponsored by... No, I, we're not. We are back for revenge. This is not a play-play thing. This is a <laughs> PSA announcement to all the people in the Valley. Dominating now. It's the most depressed man in the NBA. Can I, can I, can I ask you You know what, though? Joey? This is actually good. So DeAndre Jordan, very clearly a depressed man who plays... Aiden. Ayton, did I say Jordan? DeAndre Ayton, very clearly a depressed man, as you can tell by that clip, who also plays video games 14 hours a day or whatever. Um, Joining Kevin Durant, a man who famously DMs with depressed teenagers to find out what depression is like. Yeah, they're going to have some some time to talk. Finally, he can write that that academic paper he's been working on about depressed teenagers because he now plays with one. Well, and um, we know, we know what Deandre Ayton plays with when he plays uh NBA 2k, right? 
the Nets. It's a team of the, all, oh, it's all different DeAndre Ayton. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what if he adds one Kevin Garnett? D- Durant. Um, Durant. Yeah. Oh, geez. We are so tired. It is. Oh, oh we should say late. it's two a.m. <laughs> I was. I, I stopped because uh, I was driving back from Southern California last night, and uh, I was not in Los Angeles. I was on the Central Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stopped to write a quick recap of the Warriors game, and I needed a place to plug in my laptop. So I ended up going to a Starbucks that was attached to an emergency room. Mm-hmm. And while weird. I was writing that recap, uh, the Kevin Durant trade broke. Mm-hmm. So I got home at 1 a.m., but uh, I did put up some great content. All right. Um, I think that's our episode. I guess we should just end it with... Um... This quote from Jason Kidd uh, two months from now. Uncle Drew's being benched. Um, <laughs> Sean, I love it. Is I there, love it. Is, is Sean, is there anything? Who's your big winner of the trade deadline? Um, Who did I? I actually just posted about this. Is it Matt Ishibia? <laughs> It's Matt Ashibia's uh, current wife because he gets it done. If you know what I'm saying, she's a he's a generous. You think he gives out a lot of picks? He's an even more generous lover. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, that's what I'm saying right now. Uh, but no, I think um, yeah, I think I think that was my big win. Oh, and uh, Eric Gordon. Yeah. I didn't mention this. Eric Gordon has a clause in his contract where next year's giant contract is guaranteed if his team wins an NBA title. And not that I think the Clippers are going to win the NBA title. But they could. But he went from like a million to one to like yeah. 10 to one. <laughs> like it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. And then Steve Ball, like, like, look, if Eric Gordon, I'm just saying that's a contract year. Mm-hmm. He's got 20.9 million reasons to uh get on that horse with the clippers uh my big winner today is of course uh um i guess what did i like the best i don't know (laughs) me for not having to think about james wiseman anymore oh Um, man and then also oh the lakers were definitely the lakers the lakers were are my actual winner but uh, my biggest loser for today's uh-huh. NBA trade line is, of course, Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> who was not hired by the Phoenix Suns <laughs> the, the day before they traded for Kevin Durant, you, because, you know, he really wanted to take credit for that trade that was for oh. sure going to happen as he was getting hired, <laughs> quote unquote, hired. Um, <laughs> uh, Sean, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, you can read a lot of trade content at Yard Marker and Golden State of Mind. I will have a retrospective on James Wiseman. Oh, era and some more stuff. And there's one yeah. thing I want to mention. I, oh, yeah. I called him a vampire earlier, but I should explain. Oh, yeah. We got it. TNBA sports teams in general. Stop crapping on people after you trade them. There was this really gross quote from a Laker, from a quote unquote Lakers source about Russell Westbrook, where they called him a vampire. And Mm -hmm. then Dave McMenamin was like quoting it everywhere. That's disgusting. You're gross. Stop it. 
Yeah, break up with him, Malika Andrews. Yeah, there's a huge. No, uh, I, <laughs> but like, you're gonna repeat like, that when you kicked me. You didn't yeah. ask to go to the Lakers and also, trade for him. You don't have to repeat it. Like, I don't know. It's fucked up. All right. Um, but then as for me, <laughs> you can always follow me at Frankie Muniz. Where on February second. I tweeted, oh, my God, I'm racing in Daytona in 15 days. Um, Not one of my best tweets, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) actually, we're on January 22nd. I don't know how I missed this one. I tweeted, just left the hospital with my friend. He got hit in the head by a puck at the Arizona Coyotes game tonight and sure lost a lot of blood. Whoa. Fortunately, somehow all major injuries were negative in CT scan. Wish him a speedy recovery, (laughs) which I only read because it's proof that if you hang out with Frankie Muniz, his luck transfers. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Don't race with him. Um... Dale Earn, he killed Dale Earnhardt Sr. by uh, touching him before a race. And Sean, you didn't write a song this week. I did, yeah. but you yeah, were you performing did. it. And it is called uh, Russell with Butterfly Wings. <laughs> um, uh, that'll be playing shortly. Trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down. I swear to God. <laughs> the NPA second round picks are worth more than they were traded for today and first round picks are worth less than you think they are <laughs> like get your fucking shit together dog Russ is a vampire Russ is a vampire Russ is a vampire. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.